Welcome back to the program. This is another episode of Flavor in Your Ear Podcast. A podcast about damn near any and every topic with no filter and zero regard for the easily offended. What were you thinking, buddy? Please welcome the man behind the madness. I'm focused, man. Your host and audio flavor maestro, Marquise Edwards. Damn, son, where'd you find this? What is up, everybody? We are live on Living in Your Ear, the Marquise Edwards Show. Can we give a round of applause just because we hear people? Yes, sir, yes, sir, yes, sir, yes, sir. Today we have a very, very special guest. I'm going to get right into it. I'm not going to even, you know, do all of the formalities of trying to introduce him. Uh, I'll read it. I'll read off a little bit about you to him, but, uh, this guy's really special and as hard as it is to make time, he made the time to come on and, uh, be a guest on this show. So I greatly appreciate it. His name is Ben Noble, Brendan Noble, a childhood friend of mine, known for a very long time. We were best buds, grew up in Chicago. Main Street of Chicago, and this brother is doing really well for himself. I'm really proud of him. I, when I started this podcast, he was one of the first people I reached out to just so I can, you know, tell the world about his story and about his grind because I'm so I'm so very proud of him. He's he's, he's a hard worker, like a lot of people from Chicago are. And uh, I just want to get hear his voice. So a little bit about him. Uh, his name is Ben Noble. He is not a legally blind comedian. He's a comedian that happens to be legally blind. As one of our comedy's rising stars, Ben will have you laughing in tears. He has me laughing in tears all the time, just off the rip because I know him. <laughs> his laid-back charisma, his dexterity on the mic, and clever punchlines have made him a fan favorite for everyone. A Chicago native, Ben has performed at colleges and comedy clubs across the country. Highlights of his nationwide appearances include Zanny's, Caroline's on Broadway, and Second City, just to name a few. He was recently a part of 2019's NBC's Breakout Comedy Festival. A winning of Kenan Thompson's Road to NYC and headlined a 10-day comedy tour in Edmonton, Canada. Also a motivational speaker, Ben's voice is being heard. He was the keynote speaker for the 2019 Illinois Center of Rehabilitation of Education graduation class and headlined corporate events for the Chicago Lighthouse for the Blind. He had the privilege to be a guest on Fox 32's Good Day Chicago Morning Show. Ben has a passion to bring laughter with a sense of resilience to those in need, allowing him to never stop sharing his stories. Ben's unique point of view on his experiences and observations make him make for some hysterical stories that even you wouldn't see coming. Basically, that's saying my man is the shit. That's all that's saying. My man is my man is plugged. What's up, bro? Yo, 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 what it is, boy? How's it going? How's it going? Welcome to the show. I appreciate you coming, man. Uh, um, I appreciate you having me, man. Appreciate you having me. We'll get right into it. This show is basically, you know, just to tap in a little bit to to me knowing you, you know, as a as a, just a childhood friend was one thing, but you know, you've ascended into an adult to, you know, where you where you where you doing a career, and you've been persistent with it, and we both know the background we came from that we we could have been anything, of course, right? Nah, we could have been right, anything. You know, I would not be a, a great friend of yours if I didn't put you on a platform and let your story be heard. Let your story be heard so everybody can be just as proud as I am of you and support you just like I support you. So, um, appreciate that, bro. Much love, bro. Much love. So, please uh, introduce yourself, you know, just briefly uh, a little bit about yourself, not about your career in comedy, just about you as a person, yeah. you know, just a little bit briefly about you, brother. Uh, yeah, man. So, say my name, Ben, Ben Noble from Chicago, Southside, Inglewood. Um, 
And man, it's it's crazy. Um, went to school, got my degree in economics. Uh, you know, during the day, I actually worked for the state. But uh, you know, at night, doing kind of pursuing my dream. That's really what I, you know, what I'm trying to do. What I've been doing. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, outside of that, that's it's crazy that comedy has really just taken over my life in general. That's like <laughs> my main. Even doing quarantine, it's like I need to figure out how to continue to push towards this dream. You know, it's like when uh, that when the pandemic started over here, mm-hmm. uh, everything, of course, everything stopped. So I started like a weekly comedy show through the Zoom through. Uh, Virtual comedy show. Okay, okay. It Zoom, and mm-hmm. it was it was dope. It had a lot of comedians, had a lot of people that was going through a lot doing the stuff. Um, so you know, but that was just you know being a part of person I am, just trying to help people doing hard times. Just even though I was going through some stuff. We always going through some stuff, but just trying to figure out what I could do to help. You know, help always got a big, you got a big heart, man. You always have one. Man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Likewise, likewise. <laughs> yeah, that's what's up, uh, man. Like uh, like, like I was saying, you know, like even no, not to cut you off, even you know, just like the. Him saying he providing comedy through Zoom, he always finds a way to make other people happy. And I feel like, you know, that's something that a lot of people during this pandemic, everybody got personal. You know what I'm saying? Everybody kind of like went into their own clouds and things like that. And we forget sometimes, you know, that even with this show that I'm making right now, you know, if, this, if one person can hear this and their day is better or they get inspiration, that's all I need to touch is one person. And I, this is why I try to get people liking into me. You know what I'm saying? That he does good things like that as well. You know what I'm saying? So that's... That's a great uh, characteristic that a lot of people don't have. It's like I got to be a part of you, you know what I'm saying? Like just to just to do things like that. Because sometimes you don't get shit in return. No, nah, no. Nah. Sometimes it's just being just you know being a dope, just being a kind person is is that's enough. You know, mm-hmm. uh, you never know how that shit will come back around to you, and and uh, that is having that positive energy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. People always looking for monetary value or the stuff what you're gonna get right now, and you know just doing good shit, uh, it'll come back to you tenfold in the future not even knowing you know you get mm-hmm. that blessing like where did the blessing come from it came from when you did that a few weeks ago or whatever ago mm-hmm, you know mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I, I agree i agree yeah we're such in we're such in a society of uh you know fast money trying to get stuff right now and just the uh, uh what's the word the uh, instant gratification and you know and, and that fucks up a lot of shit you know trying to if i do this i need this everything isn't like a transactional thing you know it's you just put out that good energy. It's, it's going to come back to you. Tenfold. I, I believe people call it like, uh, I guess they said the microwave generation where mm-hmm. they, you know, everything up, you want to heat everything up quick. You know what I'm saying? And not the microwave. People getting relationships inspected to be, you know, in deep love in like two or three yeah. months. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. all shit, stuff like that. The, the hustle and the grind is something that, you know, I feel like is fading from the youth a little bit. You know what I'm saying? As far as like, you know, just the music and stuff, what we listen to everybody on that fast track, but the fast track, it can be successful, but it ain't for everybody. You know what I'm saying? That's it's true. A small percentage of people. Small percentage of people. Mm-hmm. So, uh, just a little bit, of, you know, about you. That's that's good to hear, man. What what motivates you and things like that. So, I go I go a little bit to start the conversation with you. So, what got you? Or what was your first moment that you got into comedy? What was when was that moment that you say, you know what, I'm I'm pretty good at this, and mm. I think I'm gonna pursue this. Ah, uh, so shit. You know, you know, I've always been kind of for which. So I always been a little. I've been funny, but the thing is. You know, I've been quiet. I've always been like a quiet person, but uh, mm-hmm. but funny at the same time. So people be like, when I first doing comedy, they was like, you you do comedy. I'm like, if you really rock with me, you know I've always been funny. I'm just not that big, mm-hmm. that big energetic mm-hmm. motherfucker. Uh, mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. doing college, I always wanted to do comedy, but I never knew. You know, how do you go on stage? How do you like? What the fuck am I supposed to say when I go on stage? Uh, mm-hmm. So the first time I actually went on stage was after college. Me and my friends, we was uh, you know, I ain't had a job yet, just you know, broke as. 
graduated. <laughs> like, like us all. Exactly. Like us all. He was like, mm-hmm. shit, you still want to, you still trying to do that comedy? He, he found the open mic. I never even knew about comedy open mic. And I went to one and I saw people, you know, uh, open micers doing three, five minutes. I'm like, I'm funnier than dude. I'm, I'm thinking that the first time I'm on stage, I'm supposed to be like Kevin Hart or some shit. I'm like, oh, buddy, as we can see, I could do that. So I'm like, let me come back. Let's come back next week. I wrote like a little three minute shit. I'm like, if I bomb, I'm never doing this again. And uh, my first mm-hmm. three minutes went, it went, it went all right. But that, uh, hey, that addiction. You went, out, you, you went out on a limb like that. You got to do that. That's yeah. what you got to do for your dreams. So, yeah, you got to try. If I never went out, if I never did, I wouldn't be, you know, I don't know. I wouldn't be doing comedy right now. I know that. And it's just crazy. Three minutes. Down to three minutes. Yep. That, That's that crazy. Three minutes. Yep. That three minutes changed, changed my life. Uh, so you know, even though I didn't, I didn't bomb, but you know, I ain't kill. But that boy, that that addiction of like that laughter, boy, when you on stage, it's 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 crazy. So because you because you always probably thinking about man, this ain't even my best. I can probably you know if I took my time exactly and did more and, and crafted it, you know, like you know, I, I took more time and crafted it more. I probably can be even you know even better. And that's yeah, yeah. really how you how you've ascended. Like I said, like I know you from you know we always used to joke. Mm-hmm. I'm still funny. I be joking shit too. I already know. So you, you know <laughs> <laughs> I still be clowning to this day, over thirty or whatnot. You know what I'm saying? So I know you, you have a talent for being funny. You know what I'm saying? That uh, that that you dug within, and you just like, you know, what? I got this already. I can just, you know, hone my skills, and you know what I'm saying, uh, and take it to the next level. You know what I'm saying? It's like raw talent you have. It's like that dude that maybe like six foot that can just jump out the out the gym, but he don't know how to play basketball. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Yep. You got the tool. Mm-hmm. You got the tool. So, uh, follow up question for you. So, what would you say? Are your strengths in comedy and something that you want to improve in comedy? Just kind of analyzing yourself right now. Yeah, one of my strengths is definitely my writing. Like my writing style, I think is uh, up there, one of the best. Uh, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I, I think I got. I, I know I have a great idea of just you know how to how to write a joke, the, me- the mechanics of a joke, the ins and outs, the premise, punchline, mm-hmm. uh, the wording, mm-hmm. the timing. People don't realize that comedy is almost like music as far as like different beats. You wanna you got to be on beat with it. If it's like too wordy, the, the punchline won't go through, or uh, mm-hmm. it's not. I mean, it's not uh, as much words uh, to get the detail for the audience to, to picture it. So it's kind of like you have to uh, find the least amount of words to express the more the most details to have in the uh, mm. the audience mind. Uh, okay, okay. So, you know, and so that's kind of I think my strength. One of my weakness is definitely uh, <laughs> being more energetic on stage. Sometimes I get like too laid back sometimes like <laughs> I mean, like okay. chilling chilling I'm like okay you are you are, you are performing sir uh <laughs> right right so keep the energy level constant yeah. i guess what you said, right? mean, yeah. it's so crazy because like i think i get i get so comfortable on stage and i get so comfortable it's almost like i'm talking to you i get like you know like to be chilling on stage and it's like right 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 you can't right. you know you got a, a little theatric a little something so yeah, yeah. I, I guess I don't know. So you know, some people get cold feet, right? So some people can't even, you know, like get their normal calm and get their normal comfortable. So I, I see is you analyzing yourself. So I see it's a weakness for you, but to some people they're like, man, I wish I could be comfortable up here in front of all these people. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah true. But so, so <laughs> let me say this: every time you know mm-hmm. I'm comfortable on stage, but I promise you, every time I go on stage, I'm nervous. Like before I go on stage, mm-hmm. bubble guts, boy. Like I'm about to shit on myself every time. <laughs> Every time, but uh, hey, they say nervousness is good to to, to an extent. I guess sometimes. Yeah. I mean, I mean, you, you care about it, you know. So mm-hmm. I think so, every so was every bad show I had is when I didn't have a bubble guts. If I was too cocky, too too 
too uh mm-hmm. yeah too cocky about it. Mm-hmm. Not if he wasn't nervous, that's, that's a problem. Mm-hmm. That was a problem. Yeah, yeah. So so what was your 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 feeling when you you know uh did a, your first big gig I guess in front of multiple people? How no kind of take us through the experience of of, of how how you did it and how you how you felt or whatnot. Like a I gotta say a group of like twenty or more. You know what I'm saying? Like how did how did that feel? Uh that's it felt amazing. You know, when you you know first doing shows and it's it's hard to, you know, get a crowd or you know, you're doing open mics, which is mostly comedians in the crowd. So like that first time when you're getting that unbiased reaction, you know, mm-hmm. a big crowd with people that you don't know. So they have no reason to, you know, so party, yeah, right? yeah. And like getting that okay, like I'm funny for real. Like this is people I don't know, and they really laugh. And so that like mm. was another thing to let me know, like okay, I can really do this shit. Like, okay, mm-hmm. I got this. It don't matter who in the crowd, I, I can make them laugh. And that first mm-hmm. show let me know, like okay, I need to just like you say hone on my craft, but I got the talent. Okay, okay. So how did you? How did what is the term low vision lover? What did what, what did that come from? Can you, can you give us a little? Can you give us a little background on how to how that whole thing you know how that came about? Oh uh, yeah, yeah. Vision. So okay, I guess let me give a background about my vision first. So you know, I'm a visually impaired, been uh, legally blind for about ten years. Uh, so okay, so what's what's legally blind? Just just for those who don't know. Okay, so legally blind is so the definition of it is uh, with the best vision with with the uh, with the best technology, you know, with the best glasses you can get. Your your best vision is twenty over two hundred. Oh, so even with glasses, my visual acuity is the best it can get is twenty over two hundred. Mm. So yeah, that's technically legally blind. So and it's okay. also like a visual field. That's I forget if your visual field is less than forty percent as well. So that's that's something else. But um, okay, yeah. So even with, so, I can see stuff. I can see. I see your face. I see stuff. But like on the screen, I see. Both of us are blurry, so but I know that okay. you're So society doesn't okay. know about you know they don't know about visual impairment. You know, but people think mm-hmm. blind just they think of Stevie Wonder. You know, like nothing at all. Right, so right. It's right, a right. it's a lot of spaces in between perfect vision and, and Stevie. <laughs> you said Stevie Wonder. <laughs> a lot of levels. Yeah, so it's a lot of levels. So so that's that, right? So but the low vision lover come from uh, being in college when uh you know my vision was going down. But people are like, damn, boy, you stay with some hoes, boy, and they bad. Like, how the hell? <laughs> and like, damn, but like, yo, ass can see. How you see that ass? I'm like, yeah, I am. That's a fighting <laughs> thing. They can see I felt that in <laughs> Oh, yo. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. So that's where the low vision level came from. This nigga got low so vision. You, you, still, you can still see that ass and stuff. Yeah, like, at, like, at my shows. So that's another thing, too. At my shows, like all the comedians, mm-hmm. like, Ben be having a lot of chicks at his shows, boy. Like, yeah. Hey, you see what you need to see. We'll say that. Exactly. That's what we'll say. You exactly. see what you need. You, see, you, can still, you can still see them three dimensional objects mm-hmm. just, just fine. You know oh, yeah. I, I see I see shapes perfectly. Okay. That's, good. <laughs> that's, that's mm-hmm. all the matter, man. That that's all the matter. <laughs> <laughs> so based on where based on where you are now, you know, uh what's some of your not just short term goals or where you where you'd like to be, you know, in your career? I know you're still early on, you still you know, you're still early on and you, you are extending mm-hmm. whatnot, but what's like some short term just some short term things that you would like to accomplish in comedy and what uh, there's a two part question, so I'll ask you that part first. Just what would you see what what type of things do you see yourself going to, you know, 
in the immediate future, or, or did you like to? Just short-term growth, nothing like, of course, like be famous and rich and stuff like that. Of yeah. course, that's the, the end goal, but just like something small that's, that's, that's obtainable. What, what do you see yourself going as far as getting better to the next level? Um, Man, it's, you know, it's, it's kind of hard now because of COVID. Like, a lot of my mm -hmm. goals had to do with, like, touring and, and getting more. Mm -hmm. But it's kind of, I'm kind of still figuring out what my goals are just because we're so limited, okay. you know? Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. But I know, like, a sh one, of my, okay, one of my short term goals is to finish a uh, web series that I, I want to uh, I want to put out. I have a web series that I'm okay. write, writing on and I want to go ahead and complete it so I could continue to actually, you know, put it out there for everybody. Okay, okay. That's that's actually a great idea. You know, you know, uh kind of diverting a little bit from the topic. I always thought, you know, well, I never knew once like we were separated as, as friends like that. I always thought like we'd be some cool voices for like a cartoon series or something. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like you ever thought about that? Like we got the personalities and shit like that to do that. So like I that's something that maybe we could put in the bank, you know, since we all grown and know how to do stuff and pursue stuff, man. Mm -hmm. You know, we used to love stuff like, you know, like Rugrats and all that stuff. Like that, you know what I'm saying? Like boom, boom docks and stuff like that. So I know, you, I think you'll be a great, uh, if we get some, like, do some cartoons, we'd be some great voiceovers for, you know, for stuff, yeah, that, stuff like I, that. I got a couple of friends that, that like, do voiceovers, man. That's like, there's another thing, mm -hmm. like, seeing uh, people that I know for real actually mm -hmm. doing these goals, like, you know, being voiceovers, being on TV. It's like, this shit is mm -hmm. real obtainable, for real. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So, as far as your comedy and whatnot, are you going to try to build a brand or are you just kind of just independently doing your thing right now? Is that some of your future goals as well uh, is to, you know, to build a brand? Yeah. Uh, maybe it's like some type of logo for yourself or anything like that. You have anything like that in the works at all? Yeah, yeah. I got I got logos and stuff. Uh, mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. It's crazy. Right before coin, like maybe February, I was getting uh, everything together for my uh, I called it, uh, humorous, humorous, inspirational speaking. But I was doing like it's like motivational speaking. Uh, okay. But I was getting it all together with uh, there's a thing in the states called NACA, where basically they are like the uh, where you get booked through it's an agency that you go through to get booked for colleges and, and corporations. Okay. And I had a manager, and we were like getting everything together, reaching out to schools, reaching out to these companies. But we had uh, the whole layout, the whole branding process ready to go. Image, uh, not image, uh, logo, business cards, everything set. Oh, man. yeah, yeah. Man, but that's actually that's a that's a good that's a good move. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. I mean it was, it was, that's a good move. I know COVID, like I said, I know COVID messed up, you know, a lot of people's agendas and things that they had, you know, and plans, but that's good that you still know where where you are and what things that you know, little steps that you want to do mm -hmm. later on. Cause this shit ain't gonna last forever. That's well, I, I thought this last year too, to be honest with you, but the shit's still here. <laughs> but I'm gonna keep on throwing positive energy in the, in the atmosphere. This shit ain't gonna last forever. You know what I'm saying? It's gonna be over sooner or later. Uh, it's gonna be over and then you can pick back up and, you know, keep ascending. Cause, you know, I feel like before, you know, we hit 30 and whatnot, I thought like 30 was kind of old, but now you like, Shit, it ain't really that old like that. You know what I'm saying? Like you just get you just hitting your stride, you know what I'm saying? Where even when your mind can even handle doing all these things, you know, to a high level. You know what I think? I think thirty ain't nothing but twenties, but with, with money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you and you're a little bit smart about your money when you when you when a little bit smarter. Yeah. You're a little bit smarter with your money too. Early twenties I was broke. Early thirties, I'm still going down and stuff, but now we got you know actual money to do the shit. That we mm -hmm. Yeah, you got. You can say, "Oh, I want that," and I can have a plan to get that. You know, what I'm saying yeah. like not have to work for months to to, to to get it or whatnot. So that's that's a good thing, man. If you uh, 
if you had advice, if you was talking to anybody out there that was listening right now that was having the thoughts <clears throat> of being a comedian um, or just pursuing the avenue of humor or stand-up comedy, anything like that, what would you tell them based on your personal experiences? What would you like tell them as far as, you know, just going through with it or any struggles or early feelings that you had that, that you experienced that, that you can help them out to avoid? Uh, advice I would give is the main thing is write. Write every day consistently. Write, write, write. Even if you get an idea that just came across your head, uh, just write something down. It ain't got to be the whole joke. Write, write, write. Okay. Uh, when... You know, when this COVID shit is over with, get on stage as much as possible. A lot of people, you know, especially when you're starting off, it ain't about the money at all. So right, right. get that experience, get that 10,000 hours in ASAP, you know, get it open mic, ask, uh, uh, do free shows uh, for comedy clubs and get a guest spot. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, and then third thing is, uh, shit, do what you think works for you because it ain't no, it ain't no lane. It ain't, you know, it ain't no. No blueprint to this, you know. Right, it ain't no right. schooling. It ain't no right. schooling for comedy. It ain't, mm-hmm. you know, the shit that might work for Kevin Hart ain't gonna work for you. Exactly. So exactly. you have to figure out what works for you and shit. Do that. Take your route. Take your idea. Take your route. You know? Okay. So, okay. Some solid. That's some solid advice. Uh, stand, stand on the on the kind of on the comedy route. Just asking a personal question for you. So as as far as crafting, uh, like you said, you said writing is a big thing. That's a pretty big thing. Always write. Always have content and whatnot. So. In your in your crafting, when you crafting material, whatnot, do you observe a situation and create the comedy, or do you uh, can you just create the comedy in your head? Is it how, how does the process go when you creating a, you know a joke or something like that? So or, it's a, or is it both? It's both. It's okay. both. Uh, it's easier to do the observation, you know, experience. Most of the comedy come from experiences and the observation. Okay. So that's where you know most of the comedy come from. Is you know uh, this happened or this happened to somebody. Or I, so I'm seeing this happen. Let me take this back, jot it down. You know, take stuff out, add stuff in, or whatever. Okay. Uh, okay. But on my end, because you know, I want to be like a writer for TV eventually. Uh, so I want to get in this mindset to train my mind to just sit down and push out funny, push out jokes. Mm-hmm. So that's a bit harder, but that's just you know my goal and something that I want to push myself into. So I want to be able to you know, if I need to sit down. With a blank mind and come up with fifty jokes in one day, you know, every day. Mm-hmm. Like that. Do do you kind of in your process? Do you kind of like I guess have to read it to yourself and see, think if it's funny, or do you have like somebody who you go through to say it's funny, or you just kind of go with your instinct? How do you how do you go about that? You know, because like well, when you create comedy, of course, you think all your shit is fire, right? Like you know what I'm saying. But how does that yeah. how does that process go? So I go I go with my gut my gut instinct. Mm-hmm. And like a lot of times, you know, if I if the first time. The energy, the first time you you heard it, or the first time you felt it, that's probably gonna be how it is the first time somebody else hear it. Okay, yeah. So every time I like, I write down some shit. Like this shit funny, and then I you know come back to it maybe the next day. I'm like this shit ain't funny at all. Why? <laughs> like, why? <laughs> 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 what are I thinking? If I get back into that mindset of when I wrote it, when I first wrote it down, it's like okay, and then uh, you know it's it's so weird, bro. It's like you never know what works. That's why it's like, you know, you have to, uh, even though, you know, I like, I like to do it myself, write it myself, uh, you know, see if I like it. It's really no, um, no substitute for actually doing it on stage. Okay. I've had jokes that I wrote. I'm like, this shit from kill, boy. <laughs> and nobody laughed. And the exact opposite. I have a joke. I'd be like, I don't really like this. And the crowd be clapping. I'd be like, what the fuck? 
fuck? Oh man, that's crazy. Yeah, so it's, it ain't no, it ain't no real, no real way of figuring out the jokes, but to actually do it. Just, to, just to, you know, do it and implement them, and then if they laugh, <laughs> then they laugh. You know what I'm saying? That's that's kind of how it is. So that's that's cool, man. I, I mean, I know you critical yourself and everything like that, but. For the most part, I can say like ninety five percent of your content, I'm always laughing at. I'm, I don't even know. If, I don't. I don't think just being critical. Just when I say ninety five percent, I probably laugh at everything you say because I know where your energy comes from. You know what I'm saying? And I, and I always get your jokes too. Some people just might not get your jokes. You know what I'm saying? I don't. Maybe that's, that's you no. Know, it's because like, especially from Chicago, I know all your Chicago based jokes. You know what I'm saying? Just <laughs> the stuff you see in Chicago, or you can only find this in Chicago type of stuff. You know, I, I I get your jokes. So sometimes people might just not understand where you're coming from, but you know that that'll come with time. Uh, based on you know when uh, when you when you get bigger and get better, people will start knowing your style, where you from, and certain you know hometown jokes and stuff like that. So I would I would be crazy not to ask you during this time uh, to do you have maybe a funny story or a funny joke that you would like to just tell? Remember one of your funny moments that something that's always just, you know been funny to you. It could be experience in life. It could be experience for somebody else. Uh, or, or a joke, or a funny joke you crafted, or a funny story. Just something, just something that you know, that's pretty humorous that happened to you. You know, any any timeline doesn't matter when. Okay, I'm. I can uh, share. I was just talking about how like we got jokes and um, uh, we got jokes and need to try it out. This is a joke I've been working on. Um, kind of a real experience, but not really. Kinda. So, all right. You know, I still, I still live. Southside of Chicago, uh, Inglewood. Um, mm-hmm. People that don't know, you know, Southside, you know, Southside Chicago. Everybody is all over the news, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but we're going through a lot of gentrification over here, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, gentrification when you see, you know, Whole Foods or Starbucks in the hood. Yeah, and it's pretty cool. You know, it's a Starbucks over here. Uh, you know, on like Sixty Third and Hall, you know, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. yeah, so it's a Starbucks over there. And what I like about it is that they are letting uh, they're hiring people from the neighborhood, which is cool. Uh, but I don't, I don't like it though. I don't like it. I don't like it because you, you have, you ever getting like good customer service, but getting heated at the same time? <laughs> they're, like, they're, they're like, boy, yo, goof ass, who just bro? <laughs> who buddy ass with the vanilla, <laughs> with the vanilla chocolate latte? That's your goof ass. Have a nice day, boy, with the weekend. <laughs> <laughs> he said, Yo, grande head, <laughs> Yo, venti big shoe winner. Have a nice day. <laughs> he said, That ain't the area for that type of service, man. You said, Nah, man. How you, how you go? He air have good service. Like, that's what's that mean? Have a good, have a nice day with my venti head. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> like, the motherfuckers always gonna be throwing shots on however they can, boy, in the city. Yeah. Boy. Hey, boy. Either, anyway, anyway. That's crazy. They're gonna be polite and rude at the same <laughs> time. At the same time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that is hilarious. That is hilarious, boy. But no, that's. I mean, it's it's. I like it, but it, it it's a Starbucks over here, and uh, I swear to God, that's the first thing I thought. Like they probably get, they probably get one of the guys up here. <laughs> I see one of the guys up here as a barista. <laughs> That's hilarious. Uh oh. That is the sound of the hot seat, buddy. Uh oh. Uh oh. That's the hot seat sound. So you are about to sit 
on that crisp hot seat. So the, the rules of the hot seat, you have to answer every question. We'll give you about five to ten seconds just to think you know, about your answer. And you try to answer to the best of your ability. Uh, okay. It's no penalty or anything like that. Just try to answer to the best, the best of your ability. I give you something called like thinking time or whatnot. Okay. And you just kind of think about it. Uh, the, the, the questions are completely random. So I have a, <laughs> I have a deck here. Okay. <laughs> it's called the pod. It's called the pod deck for each guest. We just you know, shuffle up, shuffle up cards, and these cards they can be something vanilla or something. I call it flavoring year for a reason. It could be something vanilla. It could be something dark chocolate. You know, it could be something sweet, sour, bitter. We don't know what it is. <laughs> so just, be, just 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 be prepared. You know, and just you know, just have a good time with it. So your first question. I'll just pull it up here. Okay. Oh, this is. I'm, Weird one, but what villain would you turn into a hero? So I'll give you about 10 seconds to think about it. Oh, time is up. So what villain would you turn into a hero? A villain I return to the hero is uh Killmonger. Killmonger. Yeah, okay, 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 yeah. okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I think I had to turn Killmonger to a hero. Um uh, I, 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 I kinda know I kinda know why, but I wanna know why you why you think so. Uh, I kinda know why already though. I mean, you know what, like first like watching like even when you know with Killmonger first, um I'm just off the strength that of I can adapt to him or just not uh 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 not adapt but uh I saw myself in in him like okay, when, okay, he, when he okay. first came into the uh, the art the art museum. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. In the way he was like, I know somebody that act just like that. Like you know, seeing that familiar <laughs> familiarity as a yes, villain yeah. on the Marvel, like what he needs to be a hero. Right, 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 right. <laughs> and then his whole his whole cause, his whole cause, and everything it had. And then some, that too, yeah, some, some good points to it. So I never thought of that one. You know, that's crazy. I didn't know where he was gonna go with this, right? So I'm like, well, what is he gonna say? I saw yeah, so, yeah, I'm, I'm going a different way. I know. Yeah, a lot of people would be like, you know, the way he thought about, you know. Take down the world, or whatever. Uh, but <laughs> I would have seen myself in him. I'm like, okay, that's interesting. Like, you don't really see that on, you know, in superheroes. You don't see like right, right. You can't relate to something like that. Okay, yeah, I, 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 I agree with that. I, I agree with that one. That's 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 a pretty that's a pretty good unique take actually. That's I, I like I like that one. I like that one. I didn't think of that perspective that you had from either. Good good answer. So let's shuffle the deck again. And your next. Question is, ooh, this is yeah. <laughs> so it's a scenario based question. Uh, you are on a lifeboat with these three comedians, and you have to toss one over overboard. And when you toss this one overboard, all of their whole catalog goes with them. They can no longer exist. And this is a uh, brother. I will tell you, this is a cutthroat list here. You, I'm gonna give you 15 seconds to think about this one. <laughs> <All right. laughs> so it's you, Bernie Mac, Dave Chappelle, and Eddie Murphy. I'll give you some time to think hey, about who you gonna hey, toss. Bernie, Bernie Mac, three again. Dave Chappelle, Chicago's own, Chicago's own Bernie Mac, <laughs> and Eddie Murphy. You have to toss one of them off for you, for you, and you can't you can't jump off and sacrifice all the rest of them. You have to. I sacrifice. I'm done. You have to toss one of them off, and the whole catalog goes to save your life. So I'm gonna let you think, and uh, give you a little extra time for this one, just to think who who got to go with, with no life raft. Right. 
Okay. That was 15. That was 10 seconds. <laughs> <laughs> he said, give me some more time to rationalize this shit. <laughs> no, okay. Um, man. So, put them off. You basically gonna have to be justifying who whose catalog you that out of you gonna basically be justifying whose catalog you want to keep. Okay. Based on you having to go alive and you have to. I'm, I'm gonna have to. I'll just because I'm gonna have to go off Birdie Mac. Just because. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I gotta cut you off one second because maybe my hair, my maybe my hearing going bad. Maybe I got the bad hearing. Who did you say? Uh, I got. Uh, I, I, it's my reason why though. I mean, no, no, no. no say, say the uh, name. Burn, my Bernie. I said Bernie Mac. Oh come on! I know, I know. But I'm, I'm gonna tell you, I'm gonna tell you why. I'm, I'm gonna tell you why. Hey, bro, come. We're not talking about. We want to talk about who's the funnier. We're talking about catalog. See the the way the question was formed. You said catalog. That means all they work. They work. So you turn it, Bernie away. I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna tell you why. I'm gonna tell you because Bernie was just getting to his prime. I think that's the only thing they got. Dave and Eddie Murphy just got more time. That's that's the only reason. So you said that's the only reason. You said fuck them babies, yeah. throw them babies over because that's the best the best the one that ain't grown yet. So you said that you, you keep the grown the grown product. <laughs> <day>. <laughs> <laughs> you keep the grown product. Day. You said shit. That's undeveloped. Yeah. That shoot. Damn. Man, you know how I hurt. You know how I hurt I am for you saying that. Man. <laughs> I knew Damn. that was a hard one. I picked that. That was a, that was a tough one. I showed like fuck man. But hey, but you somebody I had to think. You said you said catalog. That's, right, only, right. that's the only reason. Right, right. That's so, I mean, reason. hey, there was going to be a, somebody's going to have to go. You know what I'm saying? Someone's yeah, going to have to go. But, hey, man, at least it's not a real question. At least, you know, they ain't really getting tossed. You know what I'm saying? But there's right. a tough one you got to, like, put in your mind who you want to let go. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that was a tough one. That was a tough one. And some people hey. in Chicago out there listen, they're gonna be like, oh my god, you fucking with Bernie? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Oh, Eddie Murphy, yes. You know, you know, I don't know what they say. Dave Chappelle yeah. is one of my favorites, too. And yeah. because of the city, you know, Bernie is a favorite. Eddie Murphy, Eddie Murphy, like you know, what I'm saying, like, I, it's it's. Eddie Murphy problem. got he got so much shit though. It's like those are like. I was finna, I, look, I was finna say Eddie Murphy. I'm thinking, <laughs> but Eddie, man, Eddie, man, Eddie, the man, Eddie got hoes too. Yeah, Eddie got hoes too, man. He got all, <laughs> he got all type of different type of hoes. <laughs> you don't care. Oh man, that was that was that was funny right there. All right, so your last question, <laughs> last hot seat question. Shuffle the deck. Okay, this one. This is this not. This is not that deep. Okay. Okay. It says here. You still get some time to be able to think uh, who you're gonna choose. So, but this this isn't that deep. All right. So, it says here. Name your celebrity crush, and you have to be in a relationship with her in a toxic relationship. You this is a celebrity that you wouldn't mind being in a toxic relationship with. So. I'll let you think about who you may choose. All right. Okay. All right. Who I wouldn't mind being a toxic relationship, celebrity toxic relationship, is uh, mm-hmm. Rihanna. I think Rihanna <laughs> got toxic all over her, boy. <laughs> <laughs> and she can do what the fuck she wrote. <laughs> boy, I know she be on straight bullshit. Boy. I'm already knowing. 
You said that shit, but I'm going to take that show out. You said you're going to take that shit, huh? I'm about oh to have to God. take it. I'm about to take it. Oh my God, that's hilarious! Oh, it's it's certain <laughs> ones. I know people just gonna be like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm just gonna take this L, and you with me, you with me. So you hey. get, you get her loyalty, uh, but you get a toxic relationship with us. Like, hey, I, I would be I would be Rihanna Stedman, boy. <laughs> I'll be that Stedman, Rihanna. What up? Hey, Stedman is I'll the. I'll be in your navy. <laughs> Stedman is the Stedman is the epitome of a side nigga, bro. That. Stedman has stayed in the shadows for his entire life, but he is paid. He don't complain. He don't say nothing. This is the crazy part, though. Stedman rich than him, like, not, not of course, on the open level. He like a top lawyer, a judge. It's like, he making super six figures. But it's like, you broke. That's Oprah, though. <laughs> but it's like, that's crazy how much money Oprah got. He's hollering a nigga that's making six figures broke. <laughs> how, how money can be to somebody who's at, at you know Stepman's level. Stepman ain't no bum financially, you know what I'm saying? Nah, but, but, but that's how people treat. That's how people treat him though. <laughs> people yeah. treat him like he's a bum. Like everybody make about two hundred thousand. Right? <laughs> he make more than so many of us. We like, oh, he's a side nigga. He sure he probably one of the one of the richest side niggas in the history of the, of the game. You yeah, know? yeah, so, yeah, I swear. <laughs> man got man got bread, you know. So man, hey, I'm about to try. Yeah, I'm, I'm about to shoot to be a Stepman, man. So, hey, yeah. hey. I'm over, I'm over trying to be Eddie Murphy and shit now. Stepman is gold. You talking about gold? Shoot, Stepman been man, no yeah. drama. He ain't got no nothing, you know. So. Nothing, nothing. <laughs> so, uh, couple couple of the last parts of the segment, uh, or whatnot. Uh, this this show, just so you know, uh, is to promote you know people's stories and they and they, you know their journey stuff like that. But it's also uh, to promote <clears throat> for younger kids and things like that to to travel. And, and 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 get out, you know, uh, 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 what I'm saying. So, uh, one thing that I feel based coming from we from where we from, you know, getting out, even if it's somewhere else in America, out of those neighborhoods and out of those predicaments, can be healthy, you know, for you just to see other things and see that there is another way out there, you know. what I'm saying to do whatever you're gonna know what even do, even if you don't want to live there, just to see other things, you know that you know it's other possibilities out there for you. So, this segment of the show is called the travel destination. So, I'm gonna give you. An opportunity just to just, just throw somewhere it has to be more lavish and you just somewhere a travel destination that you would recommend to somebody who was you know going out just trying to go and travel now, it could be in the states it can be outside of the states anywhere like that but outside of your local area so it can't be anywhere in illinois at all so that's our segment of travel destination so this is where our guest recommends a uh a travel destination so what would you recommend just to travel to uh, I recommend people travel to Houston, Texas. Mm. I always have a, I always have fun in Houston. Man. It's a, strip club. Uh, every time I go, hmm? <laughs> strip club. Uh, I wasn't gonna say that, but <laughs> yes, of course. But I was gonna wait. You know, I was gonna give the <laughs> the professional <laughs> answer. <laughs> Houston is a great destination. It has amazing landscape and the weather. <laughs> no, that ass. I don't know. <laughs> Heavy uh, well, but not not just a show clothes. It's just almost like a fun environment, man. Every time I go out there, I had a I had a ball every, every time. Mm-hmm. The clubs, just uh, good people, okay. good people out there. That southern hospitality is, is dope. Okay, so so um, you saying southern hospitality is a real thing? Oh yeah, okay. oh yeah, okay. yep, yep, yep. Okay. And you know, coming from Chicago, where we the, the we show like, well, who buddy is? It's like. People welcoming you in, it's like a you know whole mm-hmm. different atmosphere. And, mm-hmm. it's, it's it's love, it's love. Uh, you know, and then you know, great nightlife, strip club. Um, 
The food. How about how, yeah. why, how's the food down there? What about the food? Food is amazing, boy. Like, okay, <clears throat> you know, Popeyes is a franchise. I love them, right? But Popeyes in Houston tastes way better than Popeyes in Chicago. And I don't know if it's just you know if it's the ingredients or just the the, the the love they're cooking with. I think it might be the love. I don't know what it is. Mm-hmm. They might they might add their own stuff to it, but it tastes so much better. And just, but just in general, the food. So let me stop. Chicago got the best food in the, in the world. Let me first say that. Okay. But, you you got to say that. <laughs> yeah. That, uh, what I'm about to say make it seem I'm saying Houston is better, but no. Oh, okay. Okay. When it comes to food, Houston is right there. And I think when it comes to like uh uh you know like more you know southern type food. They mm-hmm. get Chicago beat on, on that aspect, okay. um, but Houston is 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 a, it's close, and the food the food is amazing. The food is definitely amazing. Yes, sir. So y'all heard that everybody. Houston is the destination that we chose today. Uh, not only good food, great southern hospitality. It's probably fairly easy to travel there too. Uh, good vibe, good energy, and uh, I heard that uh, some of the nightclubs for those older gentlemen they 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 cracking out there. So <laughs> that's what I heard. That's what I heard. Uh, those are just rumors we that we can't verify, but that's just yeah, what we yeah, heard. So we Google it on the internet or whatnot. Yeah, so, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> as we close the segment, I always try to end on a, a positive note. So this is like the segment of the show where I'll give a helpful tip and uh, my guests will elaborate on it. So I choose the helpful tip and I'll read it out to you, something that I write myself. And you can just elaborate briefly on it. If you know if you think it's helpful or you don't think it's helpful or you know just what you want to add on to it. And then your closing remarks. So today's helpful tip is quit complaining. If you have the ability to read, and hear this answer, then you have a lot to be grateful for, even if you don't believe so. So quit complaining and shift your focus towards the positive outcomes you desire. It will change your life. Yep, that's that's real. Um, complaining is a big thing um, that holds people back. Stop complaining and go ahead and do it. People complain a lot, have a lot of excuses of why, you know, this isn't happening, this isn't happening. And how about you just use that energy? You complain and have excuses and just do it, you know, mm-hmm. and have that mm-hmm. positive energy. Put mm-hmm. that in, put that complaining energy into that positive energy of getting the stuff done instead of complaining mm-hmm. about it. Yep, yep, yep. So, so Ben, let let the audience and listeners out there know where they can find you, how they can follow you, keep up with you, and, you know, hopefully know about your gigs in the city or, you know, or anything like that. Uh, follow you on your social media handles, anything like that. Let these people know how they can contact you so they can give you some support. Uh, definitely, man. You can contact me. Uh, my social media handle is being so funny, B E N S O F U N N Y. That's on everything. Uh, Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, uh, Venmo, Cash App. <laughs> <laughs> For those supporters. <laughs> <laughs> Venmo, Cash App. Say that one more time. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. uh, Facebook, um, oh yeah, now, so if you're in Chicago, I'm actually, uh, headlining. Zanies in Chicago, uh, December first. Okay. Okay. Uh, so that's my first time hairlining Zanies here, uh, Chicago one, uh, North and Wales. Nice. Um, nice. Yeah, that's that's pretty much it. What I what I got planned right now. Uh, cool, cool, man. Hey, it's, it's a yeah, Facebook, Instagram, following all that good stuff. Yeah, it's a it's a pleasure having you, brother. Um, the conversation was like we didn't have no script to this, y'all. Just so y'all know, we just vibing here and having a good mm-hmm. conversation. And I, I, like I said, it always works out their way. Uh, I've known this guy for a very long time. I'm trying not to be a fan as, I'm, as I'm talking to him. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm very, <laughs> I can't say enough how proud I am of him. You know, just, you know, just being in Chicago, a lot of people don't understand how rough it is growing up, uh, growing up there. And a lot of my friends have a lot of success stories. Just for me to be able to talk to him right now, 
is a testament to, you know, the, the blessings we had in our life. Cause we used to play video games and, and talk three way on the phone, yeah. on, on the telephone as kids. That's when three way phone, yeah. you know what I'm saying? So For real. Hey, yeah. I remember one time you had this, uh, I don't know if your house you had this race car that used to like like change. I thought that was the the dopest race I ever seen in my life. Boy. Man, man, we had the best childhood, man. I tell you, man. We like, had the best hey, I was one of them boys. <laughs> my my aunt used to always buy, buy just buy me shit all the time, and my, my life she I take it. I'm like, okay, cool. You know what I'm saying? So <laughs> I, I know why I was getting it. I'm like, she, she had no kids though, so she always used to buy me stuff and, and whatever like that. So. Thanks, yeah, man. I'll definitely have you back, brother. You know, this is one of my first selections as a guest on the show because of all the respect I do have for him. And I just want him to know and I'm all the way in Italy. He's all the way in Chicago, but we're still making this happen. And, you know, what I'm saying promote him, support him. I'll definitely give him more shout outs. And we'll, you can look forward to any type of laughs, comedy, uh, help this man, you know, uh, progress because I'm all about putting uh, positive energy into positive people or people doing something positive in this world because we got enough people doing enough uh to bring you know to bring bring people down you know all the division everything going on in the country and everything like that uh my closing notes though i mean as you as a part of the city i guess we have to say uh rest in peace to king von fbg duck uh those guys that we understand they're trying to find a route out of the city you know what i'm saying through their rap and their music but we got to stop the violence man uh it's it's, it's something that uh it's always on my heart wherever I am. You know what I'm saying? These young brothers or young guys out there have so much potential to do things and it goes all down the drain because of violence. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, as a product of the city, I don't like to harp on negativity, but as Chicago products as we are, you know what I'm saying? I just want to, you know, put that out there. Do you have any thoughts, any closing remarks on, on, on anything going on in the city at all? Yeah, man. I mean, you know, you're, you said everything right. It's just, mm-hmm. it's sad. You know, any day to see a young black man getting killed, uh, especially with people, you know, that have so much talent. Mm-hmm. But the city is just such an shambles as far as like leadership for these kids and who to follow. And, you know, the city, it, it's just it's just a lot. It's, it's levels and levels upon of the, mm-hmm. you mm-hmm. know, low, um, low education, uh, not enough money, uh, nothing for these people, kids to do. So it's just, you know, when you don't, when you don't have the, the means to do stuff, you get this type of product. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I think people like us who have a voice or even, you know, been in this area and be able to, you know, somewhat successful, uh, mm-hmm. or just can, you know, get out and do their own thing is just a, you know, it just needs somebody to help. That's some type right. of leadership, mentorship. Right. And that's, that's kind of one of the reasons why I'm doing this, man. Just like we, like our, I say, I say we like our regular day superheroes, man. We ain't nobody perfect. We just a regular average person, but we showing people that, you know, there is a way you don't got to be a product of the environment because we grew up in one of the slum environments, you know, Chicago has to offer, you know what I'm saying? Um, so that's, it's yeah. always, the city's going to always be a part of me and I'm always going to try to reach out to somebody, let them know like, Hey man, we from that same, that same mud you from. And, and you know, it, there are different routes, you know what I'm saying? And I'm going to make, in the future uh, on the show, I'm going to make some ways for, for kids to be able to submit their good grades or something like that. And I'll, I'll pay some money, you know, to, to, to endorse, you know, them in those predicaments to do better. You know what I'm saying? So uh, thanks again, brother, for coming out. Uh, hey, applaud. man, thanks for having me, man. Much respect to you as well, bro. I, I know yeah. we've been trying to do this for a minute because it's extremely difficult to with the time zones. I'm like seven hours ahead of him and everything like that and trying to find a good time. But he, we made it happen. And I'll. I'm very thankful for the episode. I love the episode. I'm probably not going to need a lot of editing at all just because of the fact, you know, that uh, it was such a natural conversation and it, w- it was a really good flow. So appreciate you, brother. Hey, likewise, bro. Appreciate you, man.
I'm going to go ahead and uh, we're going to close out on that note. Thanks for tuning in to another episode. Please leave an honest review, subscribe, and share. Listen to us on all platforms. Follow us and ask questions on Twitter at Marquis Podcast Mailbag. Follow us on IG at Flavor In Your Ear Podcast. And like our Facebook page, Flavor In Your Ear Podcast. For exclusive content, info, special offers, and free entry into our monthly giveaways, send your email address to flavorinyourear247 at gmail.com to join our email list. If you're anxious, we have a snippet following our next episode's topic. Peace and love. If you are still here, indeed, I uh, appreciate your patience and stand to the end. So, you know, in the holiday spirit, I'm being pretty nice and giving and all that shit, you know. So, uh, don't forget about the contest sweepstakes giveaway for this month. Uh, send a little kid in uh, their report card. I'll give it to them. I'll, I'll extend the time. I'll give it to them uh, beginning of the new year. $100. Uh, they, their name will go into a drawing. Uh, if they have a good report card. Uh, the, the, year, the age of 12 and under, by the way. Uh, next week's episode, we'll talk about some young business owners that are on some food trucks and things of that nature. Uh, pretty good episode. Came straight from the bottom like all the rest of us. Going to hear their stories. Uh, thank you. Peace, one love. See you next week.